grab a blanket and snuggle up, for we are about to begin story time with the herd. Welcome to Story Time with the Herd. I'm your host, Magus. In this episode, we will be taking a look into the history and story of Kingdom Hearts. It took us a while, but we finally completed the first game in the franchise. Oh man, does it feel good! Next, we get to begin Chain of Memories. But as always, before we do that, let's go through Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts was first released in Japan on March 28, 2002, and then later released worldwide on September 17th on the PlayStation 2. Well, that's all of the basic facts. So how would you guys like to go for the fun facts? Yeah, alright, let's get started. During the time I spent gathering information for this episode, I came across a handful of fun facts for you guys. But as much as I would love to share all of them with you, I only picked a few, and they're my favorite facts. Here we start off with fact number one. In an interview, game producer Tetsu Nomura said his original design included Sora wielding a chainsaw-like weapon, and he would have a more beast-like appearance with claws and animal ears. Weird, right? I couldn't imagine Sora looking like anything else than he does today. You guys should go check it out though. He is so cool looking. And as you would expect, Disney wasn't exactly on board with the idea. Interestingly enough, it's perhaps thanks to this design change that fans got the more recognizable Sora that we know today. Alright, on to fact number two guys. Since we are speaking of Sora, let's talk about his name. In Japanese, Sora means sky. His two best friends, Riku and Kairi, also have relevant translations. Kairi is the ocean, whereas Riku is the land. Nomura kind of has a habit for naming his characters after elemental or terrestrial things like cloud, squall, lightning. And you can see how the list goes on. If you've played Final Fantasy VII, that is. And sadly, this is the last fact that I will share with you today. But make sure to look up some more on your own, because there is so many cool ones out there. But here is my top favorite. And it's because I enjoyed both the movie that she comes from and the world that she is from in Kingdom Hearts. At one point during the development, Ariel from The Little Mermaid, was going to be one of the seven princesses of heart. This would have made sense since she is a princess after all, but it was later decided that she was too strong and independent to be a victim of the Heartless. So she was instead turned into a party member, which you know, I'm not mad about because she was one of my favorites. Alice from Alice in Wonderland was then her replacement. Even though she isn't a princess, she was still pure of heart so in a way, it made some sense. I hope you guys found those facts as interesting as I did. So we've gone through the release of the game, and we've done some fun facts. Who is ready to hear the story of Sora, Riku, and Kairi? You are? Well, let's get to it! 
I, Magus, will be your magical narrator through the timeline of the Kingdom Hearts franchise. We start off with a story of three best friends. In a world about to be swallowed by the darkness, the adventure of Sora, a hero of the light, begins. One day, during a nap, Sora stepped into a curious world where princesses were depicted in a stained glass. What power will you choose? What will you give up in exchange? Guided by a mysterious voice, he opened a door and went through it to a place where he battled shadow-like monsters. It was an omen of the adventure that awaited Sora. Destiny Islands, a small, peaceful world floating on a warm ocean. Three childhood friends, Sora, Riku, and Kairi, who had always played on a certain small, remote island, yearned for the wide world outside and were making plans to set sail across the sea on a handmade raft. One day, when the raft was close to being finished, Sora met a strange man in a light brown robe in a cave called the Secret Place. The man, who claimed to be from beyond the door, murmured the ominous words. This world has been connected. And then he vanished. What he meant was that darkness was engulfing the countless worlds that made up the realm of light. The king, who ruled Disney Castle at the center of the realm of light, quickly sensed the abnormality and set out to save the realm. He left behind a letter to his trusted friends, Donald and Goofy, saying that they needed a key. After Donald and Goofy departed Disney Castle in search of the key and the king, a violent storm struck Destiny Islands that night. The power of darkness that was in the process of extinguishing the worlds was about to engulf these little islands too. Worried about the raft, Sora rushed to the island. Riku and Kairi were there too. But Riku, delighted at being able to leave for the outside world, gave himself over to the darkness and disappeared. Kairi was in the secret place, but she too vanished in a mysterious gust of wind. And Sora was absorbed by the darkness at the end of a battle with dark creatures that were swarming the island and was subsequently thrown out of Destiny Islands. He had a keyblade, a mysterious key-shaped weapon that appeared while he was searching for his two friends in his hands. Before Sora knew it, he was in Traverse Town, a place where people whose homes had disappeared in the darkness huddled together. Sora met a group of youths, one of whom was named Leon. They taught Sora about the Keyblade he held and about the Heartless, dark monsters that stole people's hearts and sent them back to the darkness. 
According to the research of a wise man named Ansem, who'd lived in Leon's world, a Keyblade could oppose the Heartless and was literally a key to the worlds. Although, by mere chance, Sora held the fate of the world in his hands as the Keyblade's chosen one. Donald and Goofy, who had just arrived at Traverse Town to meet with Leon, appealed to the bewildered Sora to come with them. The three boarded a gummy ship and set out on a journey to a variety of worlds. Sora to search for clues to his friends he'd been separated from, and Donald and Goofy to search for the king while following his order to stick with the person with the key. Watching them intently were Maleficent and the other villains who sought to control the world with the power of darkness. Every world Sora's group visited was in danger from the darkness. As they defeated the villains who were using the power of darkness and solved the various world's problems, they would find mysterious keyholes that reacted to the Keyblade. When they went back to Leon, he told them the keyholes led to their respective world's hearts and by extension to the heart of all worlds and that Sora could prevent the invasion of darkness by locking the keyhole in each world. Sora resolved anew to lock the keyholes and save the world. As he was fighting Heartless in Traverse Town, who should show up but Riku? The two were happy to see each other safe, but they still didn't know where Kairi was. Nevertheless, Riku had mixed feelings when Sora proudly talked about his exploits as a Keyblade Master. After disappearing in front of Sora, Riku was taken in by Maleficent when she said, You help us, and we grant you your wish. And he agreed to cooperate with the villains. In order to get his wish, reuniting with Kairi, he assisted in kidnapping the princesses. With no knowledge of this, Sora continued his journey to reach all the keyholes and eventually met Riku again in the stomach of a monster whale, Monstro. Riku proposed that they join forces and use Pinocchio, a puppet with a heart, to save Kairi. However, Sora refused, feeling that even though Pinocchio was a puppet, that it wasn't the right thing to do. Thus, the pair's paths completely diverged. Riku was in anguish. Kairi, who had lost her heart and become like an empty shell, had been found in Neverland. Riku was troubled about how to save her. He was given the power to control the Heartless in order to move with Maleficent and the other villains, toward the goal of opening the door to the heart of all worlds, said to be a treasure trove of knowledge. He reunited with Sora, who had been captured by Captain Hook on a pirate ship. After showing Sora Kairi's condition, he sent Heartless at his friend and took Kairi away to the witch's stronghold, Hollow Bastion. Although he should have been thinking of his best friends and acting for their sake this whole time, there was no question that Riku's heart was being tainted by the darkness.
Riku was tainted by the darkness, and Kairi had lost her heart. Thoughts of his changed friends made Sora worry about whether they would ever be able to return home together. A memory of a fairy tale that said, No matter how deep the darkness, a light shines within, came to anxious Sora's mind. That memory was from Kairi's childhood. Feeling that Kairi's presence was strangely close to him, Sora headed for Maleficent's castle, Hollow Bastion. Riku was waiting for them at Hollow Bastion. He announced the shocking truth that he, not Sora, was the true owner of the Keyblade. As confirmation of his words, the Keyblade transferred to Riku's hands, and Donald and Goofy, who had been ordered to accompany the person with the key, left Sora's side. Sora had lost both his friends and his weapon, but seeing Beast's faith that he would meet his beloved Bell again encouraged him. Sora and Beast joined forces and moved forward through the castle in order to save the people important to them. In the depths of the castle, Maleficent and Riku were in the process of using the seven princesses of heart, including Kairi, to make the keyhole to the heart of all worlds appear. As he tried to hurry to Kairi, Sora confronted Riku and was about to be destroyed by the power of darkness. The ones who protected him were Donald and Goofy, who he thought were with Riku. Heartened by their willingness to go against the king's orders for the sake of their friendship with him, Sora declared that his friends were his power. Approving of the strength of Sora's heart, the Keyblade left Riku's hands and became Sora's for good this time. The agitated Riku made free use of the power of darkness to challenge Sora and the others, but it was no match for them working together. After Riku ran away in a daze, a man in a light brown robe approached him. The man told him to open himself to the darkness in order to get stronger. Riku followed these words so thoroughly that he completely surrendered his heart to the darkness. Just as Maleficent had intended, the keyhole to the heart of all worlds finally appeared, and the princess's hearts brought forth the dark-colored keyblade that would open it, the Keyblade of Heart. However, because among the seven princesses, Kairi's heart was missing, both the keyhole and the keyblade were incomplete. The tables were turned on the irritated Maleficent when she tried to dispose of Sora. At Riku's instigation, she surrendered her heart to the darkness, transformed into a dragon, and was engulfed by her own darkness. After doing away with Maleficent, Sora finally reached Kairi at the keyhole, but Riku, clad in a thoroughly evil aura, stood in his way. Riku told him, Kairi's heart rests within you, and tried to forcibly drag her heart out of Sora. No, he was no longer Riku, but rather the man in the light brown robe who had taken over his body, Anson. Seeker of Darkness. At the end of an intense one-on-one -on -one fight, Sora drove Ansem away. However, 
Darkness was about to start pouring out of the keyhole at any moment, and although Sword tried to lock it, he couldn't, because it was incomplete. The moment Sora got the idea to release Kairi's heart, and consequentially, his as well, he pointed the dark, colored keyblade at his own chest. As a result, Kairi woke up. The keyhole was completed. The keyblade disappeared. And all the princesses regained their hearts. But Sora lost his body and became a heartless. However, he was still himself and he slunk after his friends. The one who saved him was Kairi. The strength of their bond with each other turned into light and brought forth a miracle. Now that he'd regained his original form, Sora and his friends left Hollow Bastion behind for the time being. He swore he would come back for Riku, who struggled to hold back the power of the darkness despite Ansem taking over his body. As an effect of the keyhole to the heart of all worlds appearing in Hollow Bastion, the power of darkness grew stronger and stronger and was about to cover the entire world. Carrying Kairi's Wayfinder, which held her wish that she, Sora, and Riku could return to Destiny Islands together, Sora headed for the final battle. Meanwhile, Riku, whose heart had been flung into the realm of darkness, was encouraged by a mysterious voice as he awaited an opportunity to close the door that served as a gateway to the darkness. Sora visited Hollow Bastion again and used his keyblade to lock the keyhole. But Ansem had already left, seeking the heart of all worlds. His destination was the end of the world, a land composed of fragments of the worlds that the darkness was causing to disappear. If they defeated Ansem, the source of all evil, in that place, the worlds would return to normal. People would return to where they belonged, and comrades from different worlds would be separated again. And the end of the world, which shouldn't exist in the first place, would lose its form, and no one knew what would happen to the people there. Even so, Sora, Donald, and Goofy believed in their connections with their friends, and they headed for the heart of darkness. Sora was encouraged by a familiar voice that told him, You are the one who will open the door to the light. When he opened the final door in the end of the world, Ansem, who completely taken over Riku's body, was waiting for them in Destiny Islands, which was gradually disappearing in the darkness. Ansem laughed audaciously, saying everything was born from darkness and destined to return to it. However, as he faced Ansem, Sora asserted that there was light even in the deepest darkness. Thus, the battle for the heart of all worlds, Kingdom Hearts, the great existence that connected all worlds' hearts together, began. In the middle of the intense battle, 
the door to Kingdom Hearts appeared at last in the depths of the darkness. Although Sora's group defeated him, Ansem reached toward the door in an attempt to obtain the power of darkness. However, the instant Sora asserted that Kingdom Hearts was a light, a dazzling light shot out from the door that had been admitting darkness. Just as the fairy tale taught, there was a light even in the deepest darkness. Although Ansem was engulfed in it and disappeared, darkness then began to pour out of the door again, and not even Sora, Donald, and Goofy working together could stop it. At that moment, two people lent a hand from the realm of darkness on the other side of the door, Riku and the King. With the power of Sora and Riku, plus the power of both Sora's Keyblade from the Realm of Light and the King's Keyblade from the Realm of Darkness, the door closed and Kingdom Hearts was sealed away. As the darkness left and the worlds in the Realm of Light began to return to their original forms one by one, Sora and Kairi reunited briefly. I'll come back to you, Sora promised before disappearing into the distance. After reaching Destiny Islands alone, Kairi saw the graffiti carved on the wall of the secret place and reflected on her and Sora's feelings for each other. After returning to Destiny Islands alone, Kairi saw the graffiti carved on the wall of the secret place and reflected on her and Sora's feelings for each other. Believing they would meet again, she awaited Sora and Riku's homecoming. And as the people's lives were returning to normal, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, who were left in the realm between light and darkness, walked aimlessly along a road that stretched on forever as they searched for the King and Riku, who should have been in the realm of darkness. Pluto, the King's pet, appeared in front of them with a letter from his master in his mouth. Sora and the others rushed after the dog. They believed without a doubt that there was a door to the light that would lead to the people important to them. Wow. That's the story of Kingdom Hearts. Well, the first game anyways. I have played this game beginning to end several times, but reading that story out loud to you guys gave me, gave me chills. I really hope those that have been listening to the podcast are starting to fall in love with the story the way that I am. I love Kingdom Hearts, but most importantly, I love the story of Kingdom Hearts. I love the characters that you're introduced to along the way, the battles that you have to fight. But to me, the thing that I love the most is the constant fight against the darkness. And I'll tell you why. Because it reminds me of life. A lot of people struggle with a constant battle against darkness. But every time I play this game and I go through the story, it reminds me that 
no matter how dark that darkness can get, there is always a light. You just have to look for it. And it helps me knowing that I just have to look for the light in the deepest of the darkness. And for me, you guys are that light. Sharing this game with you, playing on Twitch, creating a community where everyone can feel safe, you guys are my light in the deepest of the darkness. And I want to thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, for coming on Twitch and watching me play through the games. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. You guys are one in a million. And with that, I will sign off and go into the outro of this episode. The music and story in this episode is copyright Square Enix, and I am able to use it due to their material usage policy. This episode is not sponsored or endorsed by Square Enix. If you liked what you heard, you can find me on Twitter at AncientMagusX, Twitch at XAncientMagusX, or you can jump into my Discord server. The invite is in the episode description. Thank you all for joining me on this journey, and be sure to stay tuned for the next installment.